Today's daf is Gittin daf Pei Zayin. And we are at the Mishnah, nine lines from the bottom of daf Pei Vav Amid Beis. Today's daf is being learned, Li'ilu'i Nishmas, Shendol Bas Eliezer. So we're at the waning dafin of Mesech Des Gittin. Today's daf is going to discuss many halachos related to Gittin, specifically Ksiva Saget. In fact, in today's daf, we're going to learn three Mishnayas. Zok Dehilige Mishnah, Shnayim Sheshalchu, Shnei Gittin Shavin. There were two people that wanted to divorce their wives. Now, the Gittin were Shavin. What does it mean they were Shavin? They were the same, Zok Rashi Bishmaiseyim. Meaning all the names of the man and the woman and the cities were identical. Now, these two people sent their respective gittin with one shliach, the nisarfu. And then the shliach mixed up, this was a taruvos of Yeridea fame, and he's not sure now which get belongs to which megarish, says the Mishnah, it's fine, there's an eitzah, noisnen shneim lezu, vishneim lezu. What he could do is just give each one of the women both gittin, like this maman of shach, the woman is going to receive the get that was sent by her husband. Lefichach says the Mishnah, being that this is the only way to make these gittin work, if one of them is going to get lost, then the other one is going to be valueless. Because being that each get, it's a suffix, really who this is supposed to be delivered to. So if you have both of them, you have a mamon of shach. But if you have one of them, essentially you're going to end up with nothing. What happens if five men are divorcing their respective wives and they decided to be frugal and they're going to use one big piece of paper and in that one piece of paper they're going to incorporate all the different gittin. So is that okay or is that not okay? So the Mishnah says sometimes yes, yeah, sometimes not. Meaning, if it was written, so let's put that word klal in quotations and the Gemara is very much going to discuss what it means. Ish ploini megarish ploinis uploini ploinis for edem omata and then on the bottom there are edem signs kulum shayim they're all going to be kosher v'yenosin the chalachas va'achas and you take the get and you give it to each one of these women hayakoisev toifes lechalachad va'achad if however the get wasn't written klal but it was written toifes so put the word toifes in quotations v'edem omata and edem assigned on the bottom then the halach is esho edem nikrin imay kosher the edem that are immediately beneath the get, or the point is, the husband and wife that are mentioned immediately above the Edom, that's the husband and wife that are going to be divorced. That's the get that's going to work. But as it relates to everybody else, everybody else is going to be possible. So what emerges from the latter part of the Mishnah is that it's possible for two men to divorce their respective wives using the same get. In fact, it sounds like you could even use one set of Eide Chasimo, and that in and of itself is going to be work. The only thing is, you have to make sure you do it in the Klal way, as opposed to doing it in the Typhus way, what exactly that means, the Gemara is going to explain. So, the Gemara is going to discuss the Resh of the Mishnah and the Seif of the Mishnah, the Resh of the Mishnah, very Bekitzer, and then the Seif of the Mishnah, is going to be about half the daf. So what did the ratio of the Mishnah say? You have two people that sent two independent gittin to their wives. They sent it with one shliach, and now there was a taruvas. So the halach is, not all is lost. The shliach can take both of the gittin and he can give them to the two women. If, however, one of them is lost, then the sheni is bottle. Why? Because then you don't know which get is which. And as a result, you have a suffix if it's supposed to go for her, or if it's supposed to go for her, some more than a Suffolk Meguresha, she wouldn't be able to be. But at the same time, there's no way to do a proper Gerashen for these two women. Who must the Tana of the Resh of the Mishnah be? I'm Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yirmiya said, the Loika Rabbi Lazar. It can't be Rabbi Lazar. The Rabbi Lazar, because if it's Rabbi Lazar, keep it on my Edom Messiah Karti. Being that Rabbi Lazar holds Edom Messiah Karti, Haloyadi, behind me. Now you come a Gerashen. The Edom Messiah are going to be watching this Gerashen, and they don't know which get is divorcing which women. Me. According to a mayor that holds Eidi Chasima Karate, so it's the Eidi Chasima that make the get. Being that the Eidi Chasima at the time of the Chasima knew whose get they were signing, so therefore we look at it as a get that has proper Edim. However, according to Rabbi Laza that holds Eidi Masira Karate, so the Edim are testifying on the Masira when they are going to shaft 
this get, meaning the edas lekiyume of the gerishin is the edim on the mesira. If the edim mesira don't know exactly what they're seeing, then argued the gemara. I don't think the Allah of the Mishnah can be true. And if that's the case, must be our Mishnah is the like Rabbi Lazar. But Abayu Amar, Abayu heard what Rabbi Yirmi said, and he said, I disagree. I don't see why that's the case. Because In other words, Abayu is tining that I understand that according to Rabbi Lazar, Edim Asira Karati, but you have Edim Asira. The Edim Asira are going to see the two things, and being that they're going to see the two things, everything is going to be fine. The only reason, said Abaya, that I could hear that maybe there would be an issue is because we know that a get has to be Lishma. And being that a get has to be Lishma, so it could be then that the Nasina would have to be Lishma as well. Now, what does it mean the Nasina has to be Lishma? So Rashi's Lashin on the bottom line is that the Nasina maybe has to be Mevureres. And it has to be clear at the time that the husband, or in this case the Shliach, is giving the get who exactly he's being Megarish. And being that he doesn't know, could be this Echsar and Nesina Lishma. Now, Abaya said, I never heard of a Nesina needing to be Lishma. The Kosav law, Ksiva has to be Lishma. Where do you ever find that Nesina has to be Lishma? Oh, maybe you'll tell me that in Rabbi Loss's world, who holds Edim Asir Karati. So maybe, according to him, the Nesina has to be Lishma. Abaya said, at the end of the day, even in Rabbi Loss's world, there's no such halacha. Ksiva Lishma, boy, Nesina Lishma, me, boy. Now, it's interesting that you do see in this Gemara that there would have been a Havamina, and maybe that's what Rabbi Yirmi holds, that according to Rabbi Lazar, who holds Edim Asir Karati, you need that the Nesina should be Lishma. As well. So this is a very interesting Chiddush that's tucked away at the very end of the Masechta. But the bottom line is, Abaya told Rabbi Yirmiya that even according to Rabbi Lazar, that Edom Asira Karati, at the end of the day, you have the Edom Asira. What you don't have is, it's not Mivureres, which maybe is a Chsarn in Lishma. No, okay, Ksiva Lishma, boy. But Nesina Lishma, me, boy. The Machlekes remain, Rabbi Lazar, as relates to Lishma, is does the Ksiva have to be Lishma or does the Ksiva have to be Lishma? But that the Venosan should have to be Lishma, that for sure not. And as a result, said Abayat, you're not Mukhrich to say that this Mishnah is Deloy, Kirabi Lazar. Either way, that concludes the Gemara's discussion of the Reisha of the Mishnah. We now turn our attention to the Seif of the Mishnah. So, what was the Seif of the Mishnah? We had five people that wrote. One get, meaning five men are divorcing their wives, respectively. Five men are divorcing five women, and they're going to write it all in one get. There's going to be one set of eight on the bottom of the get. In the Mishnah, it's Mavur that sometimes it's kosher and sometimes it's not kosher. What does it depend on? If the get was klal, it's going to be kosher. If it was toifes, it's not going to be kosher. Now, what exactly is klal and what exactly is toifes? That is going to be the Gemara's question. And as we'll see, it's machlikis Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish. And the Gemara is going to ask kashas on Rabbi Yochanan. And the Gemara is going to ask kashas on Rishlakish. And then in the end, the Gemara is going to say Tanya Kavasi the Rabbi Yochanan and Tanya Kavasi the Rishlakish. Zok the Heilagi Gemara. Chamisha Shakas for klal v'chulu heichidami kal heichidami toifes. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said zman echad lekulon zeh. If there was one's man for all five of these divorces, that's considered cloud, then it's going to be kosher. Zman l'chol echad ve'echad zehu toifes. If, however, there's five different zmanim for the five different gerishins that are mentioned in this one document, in that case, it's going to be a toifes, it's not going to be okay. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, there's one thing it sounds like and one thing only that matters. And that is zman. If there's one zman, so then we look at it as one Indian, and then we look at the chsimus of the Edom being on that one Edom. So the Edom are signing on everything. There's one set of signatures. We assume it's on everything that was aforementioned. Because it's one Zman. And because it's one Zman, the Zman is Ma'achet, and it makes it as if there's one document, one document, one set of signatures is exactly what you're supposed to have. Whereas if there were multiple Zmanim, so there were five Zmanim for the five different divorces that are mentioned, so then we look at it as if there's five things that are being talked about. Five things are being talked about. You need five sets of signatures. You only have one set of signatures, and as a result, it's not going to be okay. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, Klau means one Zman, Toifis means multiple Zman. He said, Now, we're not going to appreciate it so much now, but in the end of the Gemara, 
we'll go back and we'll be Medayak Lashoni Azov Shal Rishlokish. But Rishlokish said is that even if there was one Zman Lakula, meaning all you had was one Zman, it would still be considered a Typhus. Just because there's one Zman, that in and of itself doesn't necessarily mean that what you have over here is one document, thus one set of signatures is going to be okay. So what then is a cloud? The Kosav, you would have to write as follows. Anu ployni uploini. So these five men, they're Ke'ilu getting together, and they're going to write one Nusach that says, oh, the five of us together, Behelam Echad, decided that we're going to divorce our wives. So if they're going to write it in a way where it's not punked five different divorces are being chronicled and transcribed in the same document, but rather they're joining forces on some level. Now, this unity that they have from a halachic perspective is completely insignificant. But just from the star and the documents perspective, by them coming together, so now they're making it into one unit. Oh, it's one unit, it's one Indian, so one set of signatures is going to be okay. So Rishlok, he said, just because this man echad, that in and of itself is not enough. But what I need is, I need that they should come together. Anu, ployni, uploini, geirashnu, nishasenu, ployni, suploini. Either way, so what's the machlegis Rabbi Yechon Rishlok? Because according to Rabbi Yechon on cloud teufes, what is the nekuda? One's man, two's man. According to Rishlokish, what matters is did they write anu ploini uploini geirashnu nishasenu ploini suploini, or did they not write anu ploini uploini geirashnu nishasenu ploini suploini? So the Gemara asks for Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yechanan. So Rabbi Abba asks the Kash according to Rabbi Yechanan, "Am I man echelukudam zehu klal?" That if you have one's man, it's considered a klal. Leichish doma ki chasmu sahadi abasru hu dechasimi. I don't understand. Rabbi Yechanan holds that as long as there's one's man, that in and of itself is going to be okay. Why is he not worried that the Aiden, when they signed, they only signed on the last thing that was mentioned? Meaning, according to Rishlokish, the only time it's kosher is when they come together. So it's not Mastabra to say that the Edom are only signing on the fifth of the Gerishans that are mentioned in this document because the five were really brought together with very, very clear language. But according to Rabbi Yechanan, that never happened. Their punct is one's mind. If you look at the date on the top of the document, it says that this all took place on the same day. Mazel tov. But at the end of the day, there's nothing really merging the etzim Gerishins that are mentioned in the Shtar. And if that's the case, there has to be a Chashash that when the Edom sign, maybe they're only signing on the fifth thing. And the Emesis, the Kasha that Rebbe asked, wasn't just a Kasha and Svara. He has a Makar. He backed it up. Isn't it a Mephurish that says, Edom Chesumen al Sheila Shalom Beget Puzzle. In the event that Edom sign on a Get, whether this is a Shtar moment or this is a Get Isha, if at the end of the Shtar, this language that says, the husband says, oh, and by the way, shika gris, seishom aleichem. So the halach is possible. And the reason it's possible is, chayshin and shem al sheilah shalom chas, because maybe the Edom was signing on the gris. Maybe he was talking to the Edom, and the Edom said, no problem, we'll do it, absolutely. But they never really were signing on the document. Now, even though the document has a lot of toichen in it, and they're signed on the bottom of it, but once there's a dover acher mentioned inside this document, we're concerned that maybe the chasim is only on that. It's not on everything else. What's the Gemara's kasha? In this case, with this five gittin that are mentioned in this one document, maybe the Inma only signing on the last. Again, according to Rishlokish, it's not a kasha. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, all you have being ma'achir is one smile. The one smile shouldn't be enough. But the Gemara says, Itmar Allah, Amr Didn't Rabbi already explain that brisa? Rabbi Avod said a pirish like Amiram do on that brisa, and he said, In fact. The Pshari heard was from Rabbi Yechanan, which is very good because we're going to answer Rabbi Yechanan. And Rabbi Yechanan said as follows, Sha'alu Pasal. If the get would say, meaning at the end of the document, Sha'alu, Bishloim Ploini, that would be Pasal. But if it would say Vishalu with the Vav HaMechaber, then already it would be Kosher. Because once you have the Vav, the Vav is enough to connect all the information, and then we assume that the Edom are signing on everything. Hachanami, here too, when Rabbi Yochanan said that it's going to be Kosher, if there's a Zman Echad, it's the Ksiv Bey Ploini, U Ploini, U Ploini. Meaning, whereas Rish Lokish says, you need language that's very, very clear, Anu Ploini, U Ploini, Geirashnu Nishaseinu, that you don't need. But a vava mechaber and a chanami you do need because if you wouldn't have the vava mechaber you would have that problem. Vesu, but Rabbi asked another kashal. Rabbi Yechon, Dom is man lechol echad ve 
Zehu toifes. Koin to bechin that holds that if you have multiple zmanim that makes it a toifes. My area mishum toifes. Vitei beklei the havelei nichta vayoyin venechta valayla. The halacha is it's a mishnah way back in, mis, in the mesachtan that fidzayinam at aleph that a get has to have a zman that we know. But now does a get have to have a zman? But the ksivas I get and the chesimas I get has to be on the same day. In fact, if it was nichta vayoyin. And the nechtam, not a year later, but balaylo. That in and of itself is already going to be possible. Now, multiple zmanim sounds like the ksivois of all these different getin were on multiple days, right? Isn't that what it sounds like? If it's different zmanim, it's all different days. This says on the, the 13th day of the month, this says the 19th day of the month, this says Adashani, right? It sounds like everything has a different day. There's one set of signatures. So the signatures couldn't have been on the same day of all the ksivis I get. So Maskev Rababa, Rababa said, according to the way you, Rabbi Yechon, understand toifes, that there's different zmanim, Difference man by definition means you have a nichta by yoyim v'nechta balayla problem. So my man of shachta get should be possible. Why is this a halacha here? I know that from Daf Yud Zayin. I don't need to wait until Daf Pei Zayin to know this halacha. Amuli Markish Shisha, Breit Rav Chizda, Rav Hashi, Hachi Amini Meshmeid Rav Yoichin. Rav Yoichin explained this himself. He knew this question. He explained it, and he said the chesiv be bechad b'shabe bechad b'shabe, meaning all of this man were the same man. It just singled out individually when this man echad is. Meaning, there's one date on the document, that's when we look at it as one document. If there's multiple dates, not that they're different days, but there's multiple dates in the sense that each man was singled out individually, that's when it's going to be different. So there's a little bit of a shock of a tire here. In the Havamina, the Gemara thought Zman Echad means the same day, as opposed to not Zman Echad means different days. The Gemara is saying that's not the Nakuda. The Nakuda is not, is it the same day or is it different days? Is there one mention of Zman or are there multiple mentions of Zmans? But for sure it has to be the same day. Because if it's not the same day, we're not having this conversation. We know that from Daf Yudzayin it anyways be puzzle because it's Nichtav Bayoim Venechtam Balayim. Either way, the first two kashas in the Sugi were kashas on Rabbi Yechon. Now the Gemara is going to turn its attention to Rish Lakish. Only Ravina Ravashi. Ravina told Ravashi the Rish Lakish, Dama Zman Echelakula, and according to Rish Lakish that says that even if you have one Zman, Nami Toifisav, it's still going to be considered a Toifis. What's Case of cloud where you wrote on Nimtsu, if that's the case, what it's going to emerge is that you're going to have You're going to have two women that are getting divorced with the same get. Now, of course, we knew that. The Nakuda is that until now we looked at the one piece of paper as really being multiple getting. It's punked one piece of paper. the paper is what's It's rather one piece of paper. But if the star is written, Ke'ilu, we together are divorcing our wives, so that means two men are literally using the same get, not just the same piece of paper. It's the same chefts of the get. And if that's the case, that's a problem. Because the Torah says, V'kosav law. And we learn from there, but we also learn from there, that the get has to be for one person. So multiple getin mentioned in one piece of paper doesn't bother the Gemara. But if the Nusachis, two people are being divorced, with that one get, with that one nusach, that's an issue of the And the way Rish Lokish is understanding cloud, that's exactly what's going on over here. So that's the Gemara's Kash and Rish Lakish. And the Gemara says, you have to say, the Hadar Kasa, Plaini Gerash Plainis, Uplaini Gerash Plainis. Meaning, according to Rish Lakish, it's going to start off with this Lush and Klali, and that's why it's called the Klal in the Mishnah. But then afterwards, it's going to single itself out, but Lush and Prati. And being that there's Lush and Prati, so therefore it's not going to be an issue. Meaning, because you started off with the Lush and Klali, so that's enough for it to be considered one, and therefore the Chsimis are going to go back for everything. But because you end up breaking it down, and you nuance it and you have the protim, so therefore you have no issue of the kasav law for loy love the chaver. Ravashi, a different kasha. Now, this kasha, the way Rashi explains it, is really a, a kasha on the Gemara's previous kasha. Where I had a kasha that, according to Rishlokish, you're telling me that the klal is when he said, Anu plenu 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 isn't there a din of a kasav law for loy love the chaver? Implied in that question is that you can't use one get to divorce two women. the Gemara, is that true? And because of that, we had to make an akimta in Reish Lakish, right? What was the akimta? The hadar kasa plaini geirish plainis or plaini geirish plainis. So the kasha is on the kasha, which is really a kasha on the akimta of the Gemara. 
Kilu, the whole Reish Lakish is only moving with this Akimta. Let me ask you, why is this different? the following If somebody gives over all his Nechasim to two of his Avadim, so the Allah is Kanu, they together are Kanu all the Nechasim, and after Meshachar each other. So if somebody gives away all his Nechasim to his Evid, so the Allah is, the Evid goes free. And he's kind of all the Nechassim. He goes free because he's included in the Nechassim. Now he's a Menchayr and he has the ability to be kind of all the Nechassim. What if somebody would give over all his Nechassim to two of his Avadim? So the Allah is Yachleiku. They would be Zoychen together. Kanu. They're kind of together. And the reason they'd have to be Meshachar each other is because each one really was Zoychen half. So each one now becomes Kilo, a Chatsi Yavid Chatsi And this was discussed in Perkashalech in the Sugi of the Chatsi Yavid Chatsi And being that each one is Azach Chatsi Yavid Chatsi you're going to have a problem. What's the Gemara's Kasha? The Gemara's kasha is, it sounds like it was one sh- document. And if this document wears the hat of get shikhr, so it comes out, you can have one get shikhr that's being meshachr to avadim. Because if you can't have one get shikhr that's meshachr to avadim, then this whole conversation is dead on arrival. Now, if the halach is that you can't be megarish an isha, two noshim with one get, you shouldn't be able to be meshachr two avadim with one get either because of the gzeir shava. La la mi isha. Sefrit gemara kasha. That how could you tell me in this shak levitaria, which was very important pshat in the mishnah, the way Reish Lakish understood it, because the ikimta of the mishnah, the hot kasha is predicated on this question. Really, you have such a problem with this. Maishno, why is this different from akaisa kol nechasal l'shnei avadim? And the gemara is very pasht. The gemara says, "Well, have like kimda b'shnei shtaris." Go back to Perkash Shalech, learn that from Bezam and Alp. The Gemara there said it was talking about two stars. I mean, who said it was one star? I hear it. The price, it sounds like maybe it could have been one star, but if you know the halachas, you know it's not one star. And in fact, in Perkash Shalech, we already made the Akimta, it was two stars, and because it was two stars, so it's for that reason, it's not going to be an issue. So the bottom line is, we have two Mahalchim had to understand the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that if you have five men who are divorcing, five wives, they wrote their respective gitin on one long piece of paper, and there's a chsima on the bottom. Say that aid. The halach is sometimes it's kosher, sometimes it's possible. If it was written klal, it's going to be kosher. If it was written toyface, in that case, it's going to be possible. Meaning that last get that was written, it will will be a good get. But the four that were mentioned on top of that are not going to be okay. And the Gemara asked the obvious question: Hechi dami klal, hechi dami toyface. Rabbi Yechonon said that what does klal mean? Klal means that there was one zman. If there's one zman, it's going to be okay. Toifus means that there were multiple zman. And the Gemara clarified that what does it mean, one zman? What it means is that there's one mention of zman. As opposed to five zmanim, where it's the same day, but at the same time, five mentions. What matters is how many times that we mention zman. Another thing that the Gemara said, now that we understand Rabbi Yechel and Shita a little bit better, right? the result of all the maskifs are always a better havan of the Mishnah. So you always have to do a recap. If there's a bunch of maskifs, then you want to go back and you want to, let's revisit the machlikis Rabbi Yechel and Rishlokish, let's understand a little bit better. So in Rabbi Yechel's world, number one, what we said is, is that the taich of zman Echad versus multiple zmanim is, is how many mentions of zman there is, but of course it's going to have to be the same day anyways, otherwise it'll be nichtabim and Additionally, need a vav ha-mechaber. You're going to have to have that it says uploini, 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 because without the vav ha-mechaber, even if there's one zman, you're going to assume that Edom was signing on the last thing that was mentioned. Rishlokish said that the difference between klal and toifus is whether or not you had the following language. If you have that language, so then it's going to be considered cloud. We look at it as one unit, the Enema signing on everything. If, however, you're not going to have that language, then already it's not going to be okay. The Ikimta that the Gemara made in Reish Lakish, now that we understand Reish Lakish a little bit better, is that you have to say that although it said, Anu plenu plenu gerashin, it's just saying, Uplenus, Uplenus, but afterwards it said, Plenu Girish, Plenus, Uplenu Girish, Plenus, because it's fine to use one piece of paper, it's fine to have one set of signatures, but it's not fine to have one Nusach Haget. And being that Anu. That would be an issue, and therefore you have no choice, but you have to single it out. So, the Gemara, Tanya Kavasi, the Rabbi Yechanan, Tanya Kavasi, the Rabbi Yechanan, Tanya Kavasi, the Rabbi Yechanan, Hamisha Shakas, the Rabbi Yechanan, there were five men that wrote on the same piece of paper. Ish, plainy, megarish, plainness. Plainy, plainness. 
Uplaini plainus. Usman echad kulon. And there's one zman. Ve'edem ilmata. And edem signed on the bottom. Kulon k'sherim. The halacha is that all of these gitten are kosher. Ve'tinosin l'chalachas ve'achas. And you give this get to each one of these women. Zman l'chalachad ve'achad. If there's a separate zman that's mentioned to each one of these people that are getting divorced. Ve'edem ilmata. Ve'edem are signed on the bottom. Esh edem nekram imoy to... Edim that flow from that last get that was mentioned, kosher is going to be kosher. But everyone else is going to be possible. Rabbi Yudah ben Maseira, Rabbi Yudah ben Maseira is chaylik in the bride. So he says, that if there's space in between the mention of each one of these zugais, each one of these peers of people that are getting divorced here, then it's going to be possible. And if not, then kosher, it's going to be kosher. And the reason is, because this man is not what's mafsik, but what matters is, is the revach or is the not revach. The Tanya Kavasid Rabbi Yochanan is obviously not from Yudabem Seir, it's from the Tanakama. In fact, the Tanakama said clearly exactly what Rabbi Yochanan said. And by the way, the extra credit, it also mentioned Uplaini, right, you got the Vav HaMechaber, but the bottom line is, it's very, very clear that this Brisa, the Shita of the Tanakama, the Shita of the Chaman, this Brisa, is Shita's Rabbi Yechonan. If there were five people that wrote a quote, unquote, Klal in a get, what did they write? Onu Ploini, Uploini, Gerashnu Nisha, Senu Ploinus, Uploinus, right? We're talking Rish Lakish Sprache. Ploini, Gerish Ploinus, Uploini, Gerish Ploinus. And then afterwards it was singled out, which was the Akimta that the Gemara made in Rish Lakish. Usman Echad Kulon, and there was one's man. For Edim Milmata, Edim signed on the bottom, Kulon Ksher and Dalachas, it's all going to be kosher. The Tinosin, the Chalachas, Vachas, and you give this get to everybody. Zman, the Chalachas, Vachas, this is where it gets a little trickier. In the event that each one of these Zugas, right, each one of these people that are getting divorced here have their own Zman, the Revach, the Chalachas, Vachas, and there's space in between each one of these peers that I mentioned. For Edom Ilmatem, there are Edom that are signed on the bottom. Esha Edom Nekroin, Imai Kosher, that only the last one is going to be Kosher, but everyone else is not going to be Kosher. And by the way, it sounds a little bit like this is true, even if you have the Lushen of Klal, of Anu Ploini, Uploini, Gerashnu Nishasein, Uploini, Uploini. The Gemara is going to get into this. Rameo, Imre, Rameo said, Afopi Shein Revach Beinayim, even if there's no Revach Beinayim, Apostle, Shasman Mavsikam. Once you have different Zmanim, this is Rabbi Yechonon Shita, the Zman itself is, is going to be Mavsik. Either way, so let's focus not on Rameo, but we're going to focus on the Tanakama, the Chacham, and that's where the Tanya Kavasa, the Rish Lakish is. So again, what did the Tanakama say? This one needs a little bit more Ion. Anu Ploini, Uploini, Gerashnu Nishasein, Uploini, Uploini. Right? This is Mamish Rish Then we said, Zman if there would be a separate Zman for each one. The Revach and there was Revach in between, then already the Halach is, if the Edom signed, it's only as Shaidim Nekrani, my Kasha, it's only the last one that's going to be Kasha. It's afraid to Gemara, the Rish Lakish, according to Rish Lakish, my is Why did Rish Lakish need that the case of where it's not going to be kosher for all five is when there's multiple zmanim? Ha'amar didn't Rish Lakish himself say that zman echad l'kulon that even if there's only one zman, not me toifes It's also going to be toifes. So if the Brisa wants to tell me the two sides of the coin that is Rish Lakish's shita. So why do we have to jump to a case where there's suddenly multiple zmanim? The whole Yisoyed of Rishlokish, when Rishlokish came fire on Rabbi Yechanan, what did he say? He said that I can have a, a toifist even if this man echad l'kulon. Because the whole Nakuda is you need that it should say, Anu ploini uploini, gerashu nishasein uploinus uploinus. So that's what the safer of this b'risa should have been when it's discussing the toifist part of Rishlokish. But that's not what it said. So the Gemara says that the reason is as follows. Because hani mili heichid deloi arvinu ikara. It's true, Rish Lakish holds that in the event that you didn't write the Lashen Klal of Anu Ploini Uploini Gerashen the Shasein Uploinus Uploinus, so then the halacha is that even if you have a Zman Echad Lekulon, the halacha is it's going to be a Toifes. Avol Hach, this Brisa, 
was discussing the Arvinu Meikara, where you did put it all together. Meaning, the way you read the Bryce, the safe of the Bryce is Behemshach to the Reisha the Bryce. The Reisha the Bryce was where you had the Lashon of Klau. Chamisha Shekosu Klau Batoichaget. Anu Plainu Plainu Gerashu Shasainu Plainu Suplainus. That Klau is true, Cypher the Reisha of the Bryce and Cypher the safe of the Bryce. Cypher the part where the Adam are considered to have signed on all five Gerashin and Cypher the part where they've only, they're only deemed to have signed on the last. And being that that Oikimta is true even for the Sefer, so then already you have to say why in the Sefer would it be kosher? So there we're adding a Knech, Ipola Gluzman in the Eloi Loi. What Rishlokish is saying is that even when you have the Loshim Klali of Anu Pleni Gerashnu, but at the same time if you're going to have multiple Zmanim, over there is going to be Moida to Rabbi Yoichanon that Allah is that the Chsim is only going to be on the last thing. In other words, Enochanami, if we were just working in a vacuum and give me a Moshe where according to Rishlokish it's going to be considered a Typhus, he could have said Pasha. He could have said, we have Zman Echad, and you didn't write the Nusach Klali. But the Braisa, which is Reish Lakish, for sure, but this Braisa was rather making a Shtekel Akimta. The whole Braisa was discussing in Reish Lakish's world what would be if you have the Lashon Klali. And what the Braisa is saying is that if there's a Zman Echad, so then it's going to be one. Meaning, as opposed to Rabbi Yechon and that whole Zwar. That if you have Zman Echad, you don't need the Lashon Klali. That's what the Tanya Kavasi is. According to Rabbi Yechonon, also, if you have a Zman Echad, it's going to be Kosh. And if you have multiple Zman, it's not going to be Kosh. So with the Tanya Kavasi, the Rish Lakish, it's because according to Rish Lakish, you need that Lashon. That's where the punchline is. The punchline is not the fact that, it, it, that you said the Lashon Klali alone. It's even though you had this man echad, still you have to have the Lashon Klali. But what the price is being mechadish in the Sefer is that even when you have the Lashon Klali, if you would have two Zmanim, the Yesh Revach Beinayim, it would be possible. And that's not something we saw in the beginning of the Sugya. In the beginning of the Sugya, it sounded like that according to Rabbi Yochan, the only thing that matters is this one Zman is a multiple Zmanim, and according to Rishlok, the only thing that matters is if the Lashon Klali and not have the Lashon Klali. What is Nisbarah from this price? That's what we were referring to. We said in the beginning of the Sugya that when we finish the daf, we'll understand Rishlokish sheet a little bit better, and that is number one, all the akimtas because of all the maskaf laws, but also this very important akuda that even Rishlokish has made that there's something about zman, and in Rishlokish's world, if you would have the lashon klali of anu pleni pleni geirashnu nishasenu pleni suplenis, and you would have multiple zmanim, that in of itself would be enough to say that they wouldn't all only be kosher. Yeah, the last one, the one that's read together with the adam, that's the one that would be kosher. But as opposed to everything else, that in fact would not. Be kasha zokt the heilige mishnah weiter. So the theme of this next mishnah and the next mishnah is behemshach to the theme of the previous mishnah, albeit from a way more technical angle. And that is, you have two gitten that are written on the same piece of paper. So it's clear that that's okay. In fact, it could even be okay with one set of signatures, but. The bottom line is that you have two gittin that are written on the same piece of paper. Yulamdenu, Rabbeinu, the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch of all these halachas. So you have two gittin that were written side by side. So you have one piece of paper. Think of a wide piece of paper. And on the right side of the piece of paper, you have one get that's written. And on the left side of the piece of paper, you have another get that was written. And there were two Edim, that were Ifrim, so Ifrim sounds like they were Yehudim, that were written underneath one of the Getin, Ushnayim Edim Yevonim, and then there were two Edim that were Greeks, that were born Mitachaz, Zelotachaz, that were written underneath the other one of the Getin. Says the Mishnah, Esho Edim Harishoinim Nekron Imoy Kosher, that it's whichever one of these Edim are the ones that go together with the way you read the star, those are the ones that are going to be, that's the get that's going to be kosher, as opposed to the other get, that get is going to end up being possible. So what exactly is going on over here? So the emphasis, there's a big machoikis rishonim, Frat, Rashi, and the Rambam in his Pirush HaMishnayis, which is also the sheet of Rabbi Vadya Bar like the Rambam. I had to understand Pashim Shana and the Mishnah, but we're learning not Mishnayis, we're learning Mishnayis, we Zichel learn with the Rambam and the Rav, but we're learning Gemara, and because we're learning Gemara, we'll learn with Rashi. So the way Rashi learns the Gemara is as follows, that number one, the Ivrim and the Yavanim were all Jews. The Rambam and the Rav agree with that. Everyone over here in this Mishnah are Yidin. Even though Ivrim and Yavanim, it sounds a little bit like the Hanukkah story, but that's not what's going on here. Everyone mentioned this Mishnah is Haimashi Yidin. There's no questions about that. 
the nuance, the way Rashi learns the Gemara, between the Ivri and between the Yavani is that the way the Ivri would sign his name is, if his name, for example, was Reuven ben Yaakov, that's going to be the Gemara's marshal, so he would sign Reuven ben Yaakov. That's the way he would sign his name. Right? The way we sign our names today. So if you're an A, not a Ksuba, you're going to sign your name, Reuven ben Yaakov, assuming that's your name. Reuven ben Yaakov A. Noum, Reuven ben Yaakov A. But the bottom line is, that's the way you're going to sign your name. The way the Yavanim used to sign it was Tzirik Tzirik. They mamish did it, oivam hafakhra So if someone's name was Reuven ben Yaakov, what they would sign is Yaakov ben Reuven. And the methodology is that what they're saying is that there's a Yid Yaakov who has a son whose name is Ruvain, and it's the son Ruvain, he's the one that's really signed on this document. So if you have a signature of an Ivri and you have a signature of a Yavani, the way the signatures are going to go is mamish the opposite. So if he's an Ivri, it's Ruvain ben Yaakov aid. Definition, Ruven is the one that's signing. As opposed to if you're Yavani and you would write Ruven ben Yaakov, it means that the person that's signing is not Ruven the son of Yaakov, but the person that's signing is really Yaakov the son of Ruven. In our interesting case, you had two Gitten that were written side by side. Shnei Gitten Shekosven Zebesadzeh, and they're written on the same piece of paper. Now, Underneath it, there were four signatures, which makes sense. There were two Gitten, and each get had its own set of signatures. Now, the Two gitten written on the same paper need to have their own set of signatures. So that's the previous sugya. But that was the mitzvah. The case was where there were two sets of signatures. However, two of them were Ivrim and two of them were Yuvanim. Which means that if you're reading this get from right to left, and remember, one get is written on the right side and the other get is written on the left side. And if you're reading now the signatures and you're going from right to left, so what you're going to have is you're going to have the Yehudim the name of the actual aid is going to be written underneath the get on the right side. And the name of the actual aid of the Yavanim that signed is going to be written underneath the left side. Because remember, the aide used to always write his name after he wrote his father's name. So the Mishnah says a very interesting Chiddush. So the Mishnah says like this, that as it relates to who, which one of these Gitin is going to be kosher, says the Mishnah, if the first two Adam that signed were the Ivrim, then that's the one that's going to be kosher. Because you look at the first two signatures, it's right underneath the right side of this piece of paper, you have the names of the signatures, it rather goes across to the left side, but that's fine, that's going to be kosher. If, however, the first two signatures that you have are the Yavanim, then it's the get on the left side that's going to be kosher. Why the get on the left side? Because the name of the actual aid, meaning even though he writes his name, Ruven ben Yaakov, that's the normal way to write it, but we are focusing on where the real name of the aid is. I mean that the real name of the aid is on the left side, so then the signatures that I have immediately beneath this whole Indian here is on the left side, so it's the shtar on the left side, that's going to be kosher. So basically what the mission is saying is, and this is going to play itself out in the Gemara, that the first two signatures are going to be a chatzitza, ke'ilu, on the latter two signatures. So not all four signatures are going to be okay. Which signatures are going to be okay? It's going to be the first two. So the question is, which are the first two that are going to be okay? So if it's written in Loshan HaKodesh, so it goes from right to left, so the names of the actual Edom are written underneath the right get. So those are the ones that are going to be kasha. If the first two that you have are the Yavanim, that means the name is really on the left side. Even though you wrote from right to left, but it was on the left side. The way the Rambam and the Rav learned the Sugis is just the opposite. You wrote from left to right. That's a little bit more moving. But we're learning the Sugis the way Rashi learns it. You wrote from right to left, but at the same time, we look at the Tchilas HaChasima, not where the name of the father is, even though that's the way you write it, but we look at where the name of the son is. But the point is, so then it's the ones on the left side, because that's the one that has the name of the actual aid written underneath it. So that's the one that's going to be kosher, but for sure the ones at the bottom are not going to be kosher. This is the long-winded version of the the way Rashi learns the Gemara. What would be if you have Eid Echad Ivri, Eid Echad Yavad? What exactly this means. So Rashi explains it right here, but the Gemara is going to explain it, and when we get to the Gemara, we'll go through it a little bit better. Either way, the Gemara, uh, a very interesting kasha. So again, you have over here two, two gitin that were written side by side on the same piece of paper, and you have four signatures underneath it. 
the latter two signatures are not going to be okay. It's the ones that are on top that are going to be okay. So, for example, the Mishnah said that in the event that the ones on top were the ones that were written below and Ivri, so then it's the get on the right side that's going to be kosher. The one on the left side is not going to be kosher. And even though the one on the left side technically has signatures underneath it, it's the bottom ones. It's the Yuvana. But this is a hefsik. And because of that, it's not going to be okay. So the get on the right side is the one that's going to be kosher. The get on the left side is not going to be kosher. Now the way the Gemara understands the Metzias is that the Adam's names go across the entire width of the, the document. Meaning, so the name really goes from the right side all the way to the left side. So it spans going underneath both of these getting. And based on that assumption, and based on that anocha, the Gemara asks the following question. It sounds a little bit like on the right side, what you see is Ruvain, and on the left side, you see the rest of it, Ben Yaakov And if that's the case, Ruvain is a signature, and Ben Yaakov is also a signature. Meaning if somebody would sign his name Ruvain, it would be kosher. If somebody would sign his name Ben Yaakov, or Ben Yaakov it would also be kosher. In fact, it's a Mishnah. Now we learned to the Mishnah, Ben Ish Plaini Eid, kosher. So what's the kasha? The kasha is that Luchura, side the right, get, and side the left get, both have two signatures. This has Ruvain, and that has been Yaakov A. This has whoever his name was, and his father's name. So don't each one of these get in any ways have two signatures? So when you look at it, what you should see is, is you should see two signatures. Now you're going to tell me that's the Metzius is that's not what happened. But Luchura, and in the Kasha anyways, the Gemara understands that if somebody would take this get and walk into a Bezdin with it, my mission, a whole other side of the world, where no one knows anything about anything. So the Allah is, you would automatically say that this get is possible. Why would you automatically say this get is possible? I think you have to sit down and be mine a little bit. Make a taste and it should be possible. I see over here, not four signatures, I see eight signatures. Because Lechura, Ruvain is a signature, and Ben Yaakov is also a signature. So the Gemara says, the Kossab, you have to say the Metzius was, where it said Ruvain Ben Akama, it said not Ruvain on the right side, it said Ruvain Ben on the right side, the Yaakov Eid Abbasra, and it said Yaakov Eid on the other side. So Ruvain Ben and Yaakov Eid, those are not two signatures. The Gemara says, why not? That's also okay. We learned in a Mishnah that says, Ish Ploini Eid Kasher. That as long as you write Ish Ploini Eid is Kasher. Meaning, just like Ben Ish Ploini Eid is Kasher, that's why Ben Yaakov Eid would be okay. Ish Ploini Eid is also Kasher. So saying Yaakov Eid should be Kasher. So Ruven Ben should be Kasher. And Yaakov Eid should also be Kasher. So the Gemara says, you have to say, Deloy Kasav Eid. It's talking about where he never said the word Eid. So it said, Ruven Ruven ben Yaakov, but not Ruven ben Yaakov Eid. So Ruven ben and Yaakov, without it saying Eid, is not okay. Now Ruven ben Yaakov without Eid is going to be okay. But Ruven and Yaakov, without the word Eid, is not okay. So again, very, very technical. If you write Ruven ben Yaakov, that's fine. Even though you didn't write the word Eid, because... We said it, the get is a kosher get. It's only the right side that's going to be kosher. But if you would write Ruven itself, or Yaakov itself... And would not use the word aid, in that case already wouldn't be okay. And it's for that reason, this is not going to be fine. Incidentally, once the Gemara said that, it answers the first kasha also. Right? The first question was that why couldn't the Metzias be where you wrote Ruven on the one side and you wrote Ben Yaakov aid on the other side? The Territ says if you have to write the word aid, then Ruven on the right side in of itself wouldn't be an aid because you didn't write aid. But the bottom line is, where you didn't write aid, and being that you didn't write aid, so it's for that reason it's not going to be okay. If Iba is saying you could say, the cost of aid, maybe you did write the word aid. It's talking about we know a little bit about what's flying, right? But it's talking about where we know for a fact that this is this is not Yaakov. We know who Yaakov is, and this is not a signature. We know it's the same signature. We know exactly who the person is. But the Gemara asks Akasha Vidilma Bishma Davu Maybe really this is one person. We recognize the signatures. But it's not one signature, it's two signatures. What does it mean? What it means is that maybe this person was signing on the right get, and he was signing on the left get. And when he signed on the right get, he signed his name Ruvain. And when he signed on the left get, he signed his name Ben Yaakov or whatever it was. So how do you know that it's not two separate signatures? Maybe it is two separate signatures. Meaning it's the same person. Now you're going to tell me he can't count as 
two Aedim for the same guy, it's two different Gettin. And being that it's two different Gettin, that's why it's going to work. So the Gemara says, A person would never do that. A person, when he signs his name, he signs his own name, he would never sign his father's name. Maybe when he signed his father's name, it's not that he's signing his father's name. And Hanami, it's a shikul chutzpah maybe for a person to sign his father's name. But maybe he uses his father's name as a simon. And the Gemara says, we find that the Amairam, they used to use Simonim when it came to signing their names. The Rav Tzayur Rav used to make a picture of a fish. Rav Chanina Harusa used to make a branch of a palm tree. Rav Chizda would write the letter Samech. Rav Oshian, Ayim, Rav Baravunu Tzayur Makusa, some part of a shift. But the bottom line is, is that maybe that's what's going on. And the Gemara says, Lechaz Avinish, Lashav, Lashma, Davua Simon. A person would never make his father's name as a simon. And because he would never make his father's name as a simon, so therefore it's not going to be okay. But the Gemara now goes back to the Mishnah. And the Gemara says, I have a fundamental problem with the Mishnah. You're basically telling me in the Mishnah that in this case, even though in theory you should have two gitin that are both kosher, and each one should have two edim underneath it, but at the same time it's not okay. Okay, what was the Mitzvah? The Mitzvah was you have a piece of paper, a very wide piece of paper, you have a get written on one side, you have a get written on the other side. There's four signatures underneath it. Two of them are Ivrim, the way Rashi explains it, they write right to left, meaning the, their name is on the right side, their father's name is on the left side, and the other two are Yavanim, which means they write right to left, but they write their father's name on the right side, they write their own name on the left side. So in theory, it sounds like this should all be good, meaning the right get should be kosher based on the Ivrim, and the left get should be kosher based on the Yavanim. Meaning, it sounds like you can't use the Ivrim for the left get, you can't use the Yavanim for the right get, this is all part of the Machlokes Rishonim between Rashi and the Rambam. But for sure, the right should be able to use for the right. Meaning, the Ivrin should be used for the right get, and the Yavanim should be used for the left get. It doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because it's only the two Adim that are immediately after the get that are going to work. So, if the two Adim that are immediately after are the Ivrim, the right get will be kosher. If they're the Yavanim, the left get's going to be kosher. But for sure, you can't use all four. So, Mar says, I don't understand why not. Why can't the right get be kosher with the Ivrim, the left get be good with the Yavanim? The Tanan, didn't we learn in a Mishnah, get your kosher Ivris, for Adim Yavanis, Yavanis, for Adim Ivris, kosher. I mean, don't tell me that the problem is because. The get itself is an issue. That doesn't bother me. The get could be an Ivris, and they could be Yavanis. They could be Yavanis, and be an Ivris. So what's the issue? The Chitim, you'll tell me, keeping the Muflik Mishnei Shitin. You can tell me what do you mean, because of the Hefzik, the way we've been learning up until now. But, and why, that's the issue. But Vama Chizki, or Chizki, said, Melo, Bekreivim Kosher, that the Allah is, that if there's a gap in a Shtar, which is a problem, right? You don't want any gaps in a Shtar, because then people could start uh, filling in whatever they want to fill in. You fill it up with Kreivim, Edom Sulim, it's going to be Kosher. I mean, it doesn't bother me. These is not an issue. And if that's the case, freight the Gemara, so I understand the whole problem in the first place. I mean, what's Pashup saying in this mission? This whole mission is a very interesting mission. I mean, that's a marshal. But, like, what's this issue? I don't understand the whole problem. If you have four signatures, two work for the right, two work for the left. So, everything's perfect. Everyone can get divorced. Why is this an issue? So, the Gemara says two terrors. The first terror says, Atani's Irish name, Shayra. You should know, heavy ideas. Iri had a different girsa. Ziri learned. This halacha differently. He disagreed with the Tana, the, the Mishnah. He had a Brisa with a Brisa said, Mefurish, everyone's going to be kasha. Okay, going to Ziri, it's not a kasha to say the Abba Vatana, the Don Tachlos. Lamaisa, what about Unziratano? So the Gemara says, Dilma Gundalis Chasen. We're afraid that maybe the two Yavanim, assuming they will last, or the two Ivrin, assuming they will last, maybe they wrote Siddiq Tzaveks. And the Yavani ended up writing like an Ivri, and the Ivri ended up writing like a Yavani. And the reason he may have done that was because it could be he was following the lead of what the A did on top of him. So once the Ivri wrote the way he wrote, so we're concerned that maybe the Yavani also wrote that way. And if the Yavani also wrote that way, so it comes that all the Edom are on the right side. Or if it was the other way, all the Edom are on the left side, you're going to end up with nothing. So because of that hashash, that maybe you're going to have nothing, that's the problem. The Kulu, Achadu, maybe everybody signed on the same thing. And if everybody signed on the same thing, in that case, it's going to be an issue. And that's really the Nakud of the Mishnah. What the Mishnah is, is coming to say is, is, is that we're concerned in such a situation we're concerned that it could be that the left side has no Adam or the right side has no Adam and it's for that reason only the ones on top are going to be kosher the other ones are meaning ordinarily let's not make if you had a, a situation where there's a whole bunch of Adam signed and there's a lot of information in between who cares as long as the 
bottom of this document is a John Hancock from someone that has a right to sign, he's a kosher aid, everything is going to be kosher. The only reason we're planted here, and the only reason there's an issue, is because you have a Yovani who we know usually signs one way, but we're suspect that he signed the other way. So there is a possibility that there's two getting side by side with one of the get and have chasimahs, the other one of the get don't have chasimahs. That's why there's an issue. Either way, we said we're going to have to revisit the safe of the Mishnah. So now's the time. What did the safe of the Mishnah say? Eid echad ivri, veid echad yavani, veid echad ivri, veid echad yavani, bon mitachazel letachazel. So the Allah is shnei sulim, everyone's going to be possible. Now here too, there's a major machloikis rishonim. Pashib Shad had to learn the Mishnah. Rashi learns one way, all the Rishayim learn another way. In fact, it sounds like Rashi might have even had a different gear set than all the Rishayim had. But the bottom line is, is that we'll learn it the way Rashi learns the Gemara. So what's the Mitzias, the way Rashi learns the Gemara? So a picture's worth a thousand words, but we'll do what we do. So again, you have two Gitten that are side by side. What happened? Yeah, they'd echad every sign first. So they'd echad every sign, Ruvain, let's say, on one side, and Ben Yaakovade on the other side. So the Ruvain is underneath the right side, that get, and the Yaakovet is underneath the left side. What did the Mishnah say happened afterwards? After they'd echad every side, they'd echad Yavani. Then, and they'd echad Yavani side. Now, the way Rashi learns the Gemara is not the Pashup Shah. He says that they'd echad Yavani wrote the name of the father, because that's the way the Yavani writes, underneath the left side. So, the Ivri starts on the right side. Ruvain on the right, Ben Yaakovet on the left. Now comes the Yavani. The Yavani is going to pick up where the Ivri left off. And he's going to do it the way he does it. So he's going to write first the father's name. And then he's going to go to the right side, which is already the third line. And he's going to write the son's name. Now, who goes next? Veid Echad Ivri. Veid Echad Ivri is going to write the way an Ivri writes. But he's going to now go Behemshech. So he's going to write the son's name, which is to the left side, to the left of where the Yavani wrote the son's name, and it's already on the third page. And then he's going to write his father's name, which is going back to the right side, which is already on the fourth line. Now, the way Rashi explains it is, you would have thought it would have continued going to Hemshech. But Rashi says that's not what happened. What happened is, is that when the second Yavani wrote, he didn't write on the left side of the fourth line, he actually went to the fifth line. So he goes now to the fifth line, and he writes the father's name, and then he writes the son's name on the left side of the fifth line. So again, this is confusing without a question. The bottom line is, is, is if this is the way it was written, what does the Mishnah say? Everything is possible. <laughs> Felt that way. But the bottom line is, everything in this case is, is going to be possible. Now, if you think about it, really, what you ended up having here, if you can visualize this, or if you write it down, or if you have a picture in front of you, so really, what you ended up having here was, is that each side, each side had two signatures. Each side had one of the Yavanis and one of the Ivris. Right, it started off with the Ivri. He started on the right side. So, right, that's just very, very simple. So he wrote Ruven ben Yaakovet. Ruven was on the Tzad Yemin. And then when the first Yavani signed, so he wrote the father's name on the left side and then he wrote the son's name on the right side. And then it goes backwards. So each one of the two sides are going to end up having four things written. Two sons' names and two fathers' names. So really, at the end of the day, you do have two signatures. The only chiddush is, is that you'd be merging the Yavani and you'd be merging the Ivri. But the bottom line is, whereas in the first case, the Reisha, the Mishnah, it's kosher. It's only part of it that's kosher, but it's going to be kosher. The first two signatures are going to be fine. In this case, nothing is going to be fine. And really, the Gemara's kasha is, why? Why is nothing fine? I mean, L'chur, the only difference between the two cases is, is that in the first case, you have two Yavanim and two Ivrim that stack together very neatly, that are sorted nicely. And over here, you have Ivri Yavani, Ivri Yavani. But the Gemara says, that's a problem. In fact, it's a Mephorish mission. We're going to learn the mission in one second. So we know this is kosher. If it's kosher, why is this a problem? So the Gemara says two terutsim again. The first there, it says, Atani Ziri, Shneim, Shneim. And Khanami Ziri said it's kosher. When Ziri had a different Gersa, his Bryce was true for the safe of the mission as well. The Tana Didon, what about Unzer? Tana Dumagundalis Chasim Utlasa Achad, Achad, Achad. Meaning, over here, we're afraid that maybe again it was a Gundala. Maybe what they did was, is that once the first person signed the way he signs, everybody else ended up following him. And as a result, there's a concern that maybe you don't have a proper two Adam on any one of the two sides of this get. And being that you don't have a proper two Adam on any one of the sides of this get, so it's for that reason it's going to be an issue. 
if you knew for sure that the Ivri signed like an Ivri and the Yavani signed like a Yavani, so Altsfold Kevain good. But sometimes you can't tell the difference between the Ivri and the Yavani, and that's what we're worried about over here. And it's for that reason, maybe this is a Gundalis. And if it's a Gundalis, you could have, maybe you have three on one side, one on the other side, you could be a four on one side, zero on the other side. We're concerned with what's going on over here. It bounds, you might not have two proper Adam on one side. And if you don't have two proper Adam for sure on each one of the two sides, it's for that reason it's going to be possible. Zokta Mishnavaita. So again, we're continuing with some of the technical halachis of Sivas Aget. The last Mishnah we learned was certainly the more complicated of these Mishnayas. This next Mishnah is a little bit more straightforward. Shia Mitzvah Aget, Uksavoy Bedafasheni. What if somebody was writing one get, not two get, then? One get on one piece of paper, he started writing on the right side, similar to in the previous Mishnah, and then he finished writing on the left side. So it goes on to Dafin, side by side, the right side and the left side. But you do the right side, and then you move over to the left side. So the Allah is for Edom al-Mahta. As long as the Edom are signed on the bottom of the second side, column, kasha, it's going to be kasha. But it's fine. You can write a get on two columns. That's the point. That in of itself is not an issue. What would be if Edom signed on the top of the paper? Not on the bottom. They signed on the top. Or they signed on the side of the paper. Or they signed on the back of the paper. On the back of the get. In a case of get pasha, as opposed to get makusha, when you're supposed to sign on the back. Puzzle, in that case, it's going to be puzzle. So now we return to our regular program, and that is you're writing two gittin on one daf, on one cloth. So what would be if there were two gittin that were written, however, the way they were written was not one on top, one on the bottom, not one to the right, one to the left. They didn't make one big fancy nusach like Rish Lakish did in the previous year. But what they did was, is you had one that was written on the top of the paper. The other one was written on the bottom of the paper, but the heads, meaning the first line of each one of the Gitten, are touching each other, which means one of them is being written backwards. So let's say you, you, you have the paper one way, you write a get, you stop in the middle of the page, and then you flip it around, and again, you stop in the middle, you write it the other way. So if you could picture it, basically the top line of the two Gitten are, are touching each other. They're back to back. They're head to head. So what would be if you had and Edom was signed in the middle, and they're both going to be possible. So in this case, they're both going to be possible. And the reason is very simple, because the Edom have to sign on the bottom. And the way they're not signing on the bottom of everything. It's on the top of this one, it's on the top of that, top of that one. It's by the heads of both of these two Gitten, and as well, you end up with nothing. What would be if it was just the opposite? It's not the tops of these two Gitten that are touching each other. But it's the soif, it's the bottom of the gitten that are touching each other. But Edom and Emsa, the Edom are signed in the middle. The one that the Edom are on tack on the bottom of, that one's going to be kosher. But the one that the Edom are not on the bottom of, meaning, the one that flows together with the get. So you read the get and then you read the Edom. That one's going to be good. But the other one, where you read the get and now I have to flip the page around to be able to read the Edom. So it's the bottom of the chsim of the Edom that's touching the bottom of the get. That one is going to be possible. What would be if the Rosh of one is by the Soif of the other one? So this is the simplest one, where you have a get on top, and then you have another get that's on the bottom, and the Edom are signed in middle. So the Edom that are signed, the one that flows immediately from the get, that one's going to be kosher. But the one from the bottom is not going to be kosher. Why? Because again, the Edom are on the bottom of one, but they're on the top of the other. One they're on the top of is going to be possible. Get your cost for Ivris, for Eid of Yivanis. We have a guy that was written Ivris, and the Edom signed in Yivanis. Yivanis for Eid of Ivris, or Eid Echad, Ivri, Eid Echad, Yivanis. If you have one Eid side, Ivri, the other one signed Yivani. Ksav Soif of the Eid. We saw this a little bit in yesterday's daf. We'll see more about it in tomorrow's daf. Or if you had a Ksav Soif of the Eid, kosher, the Allah in all these cases is kosher. If a person signs his name, Ish Plaini Eid, that's the whole Chesimah, kosher. Ben Ish Plaini Eid, also kosher. We saw that on Amad Aleph. Ish ploini ben ish ploini v'loi kosav eid is also kosher. So if you're writing ish ploini or ben ish ploini, you have to write eid. But if you're going to write ish ploini ben ish ploini, which we also saw in Amad Aleph, even if you didn't write the word, word eid, so it's going to be kosher. V'kach hoyu niki hadas Sheb Yushlaim Oisim, you want to know how the Nikia Das Yushlaim used to sign their name? That's the way they used to sign their name. One last halach in the Mishnah: Kosav Chani Chasav Chani Chasav. What would be instead of writing the father's name, they wrote like the nickname or the family name, like the a last name, quote unquote. Kasher, this too is going to be kasher. Let's just learn a little bit of Gemara. So the Mishnah said a whole bunch of different cases regarding different mitzvahs and 
related to Gittin. The first one was, Shire mixes a get, So the Sofa started writing the get on the right column, and then it kept going, so he ended up on the left column. So the halach is that as long as Edom are signed underneath where the get ends, which is on the left column, the halach is it's going to be kasha. Akasha. Why aren't we concerned? Maybe this originally were two gittin that were written on the same piece of paper, side by side, like in the previous mission. We know that's something you can do. This man the kama they ate in the basra, and it just so happened that the end of one get was parallel to the beginning of the other get. Meaning, the way you have the piece of paper right now, it looks like. You started on the top of the right column, and then on the mamish very top of the left column is where the get ends. So it looks like it's one hemshach, but maybe that's not what happened. Maybe this was originally a much, much bigger piece of paper, and there were really two get in, and it just so happens that the left line that you have, which looks like it's the last line of the right get, maybe it's the last line of a get that you don't have right now. Now, you're going to tell me it's a little bit strange that that line should be of a get that you don't have. Why? Because I feel in Tim Tzolema, there were two gittin that were written side by side. You would think they would have literally been written side by side. Like the picture in the previous sugya, where it starts in the same place, it ends in the same place. It just so happens that there are two gittin that are living side by side. But the point is that Lechura, it's a little dach, but the Gemara says not it could be, it just so happened that it was Isram Aleizman Dekam of Edom the Basra. That yeah, where this get ended was Be'erich, where that get started. It was on one huge, massive piece of paper. And as a result, that's punk the way it is. You don't know for sure that that's not what happened. So the Gemara says, Valeichosh, let's at least have a chashash, do mahani tregiti havi. Maybe this is really what's happening over here. Meaning, and the Gemara continues, the Gazil is man the basra, the common. This guy did an arts and crafts project and he cut out the zman of the second get, meaning the whole first part of the second get and the adam of the first get. And now it looks like these adam are signing on this get. But the punchline is the adam are really not signing on that get. So you have adam that signed on a get that doesn't exist anymore and you have another get that has no adam on it. So make a taste of this could be kosher. Somebody pulls out a get like this, I'm not so sure it should be kosher. I'm Rab Abba, I'm Rav, Rab Abba said in the name of Rav, Kishiyesh Revach no Mato. It's talking about we're on the bottom of the right side, there's a little bit of leftover space. And being that there's leftover space, so it's clear that nothing was ever cut. It's clear that you never did an arts and crafts project on the right side. So if that's the case, so there's no chash. Now you'll ask me, why didn't they just sign there? Why did they sign on the left side? But the point is, it's talking about where it's very obvious that nothing was cut because it's left over space. Says the Gemara, I hear, you have a raya on the right side that you didn't cut anything off, but maybe on the top side you did cut something, meaning on the left side, maybe something came from there. So the Gemara says, Didn't Rav just explain that I'm not worried that you cut from the right side because Hachem Mayaskina where there was Revach? No, Hachem Mayaskina needs to make the same Ekimta. This shouldn't be so complicated. Let's talk about there was space over there. So again, there's a Hechrik that you didn't cut from either one of these two sides, so you know it's one big document. But the Gemara asks a different Kasha. Maybe this person, because something looks a little funny, right? The safe is writing again, and also in the middle, there's space on the bottom. He stops and he goes over to the, he moves on to the left side. You know, it sounds a little bit like what might have happened. What might have happened is the safe was writing again because the husband wanted him to write together. Maybe the husband's writing it himself, and then in the middle, he decided, You know, something I'm not divorcing my wife. He had a change of heart. And then later, he came back and he decided that, you know, something, no, I made a mistake. It really is something that I do want to do. And the reason we're suspicious, you're never going to be chosher that that happened in a get, because here something's a little fishy. So there's a reason to assume that maybe that's what happened. And if that happened, oh, so that's a good question. We're trying to talk about this. But one shot Rashi says is, maybe this man is off, because you wrote this man on this day. If there's already an umdana to think, then imluchi imlach, so maybe this man is off. So again, we're just saying there's something funny about this get. And it's even funnier than we thought because you have to say it was Shire on the bottom, it was Shire on top, so something's going on over here. So it looks a little bit like maybe that's what happened. If that's what happened, I have a whole other set of problems. Maybe this is my issue. So the Gemara says, no, read the get. The cause of Hare at Milmata, he wrote the words Hare at on the bottom, Umuteres Milmailo. And he wrote the words Muteres on top. Oh, if you wrote Hare at on the bottom, Muteres Milmailo, so it certainly sounds like what you, you had Charate in between the words Hare at Muteres. Gemara says, yeah, maybe that's exact Hare at, and that was all of a sudden. That's when he had this machshava. So the Gemara says, "Kuli and you're pushing your luck already. That much already, we're not going to be worried about." Rashi said a different teretz. 
the idea bay misachto de megilta. Rashi has a whole metzias matzav over here. What's going on? But sometimes you're able to tell just from the cloth and the way the the cloth is process that it's talking about that nothing was ever cut. Meaning, I'll tell you it's talking about where the case was that there was no room necessarily milmata. Meaning, we got into trouble over here because we said it was Mishayr. Milmata was Mishayr. Milmata wasn't Mishayr or anything. It's, the kasha is, it's maybe he cut. The Teretz is, it's talking about where he did it in a way based on the, the ghoul master, as she says, and all the different things that are happening here, that for sure he never caught it, and if you know he for sure he never caught it, so that's already a, a clara metzius, and based on this, that metzius, you wouldn't have to worry about it. One last gemara, again, a little bit technical, or if they signed on the side of the daf, we need the v'chulu, it's going to be possible. Rav used to sign documents on the side, that's much way Rav used to sign. So the mother says, Hossam over there, Although he used to sign on the side, but the gag, the top of what he used to sign, now we know how Rabbi used to sign. He used to sign a fish. We just learned the Gemara a minute ago. But either way, the top of the letters or the top of the fish that he used to sign was towards the Ksav. So even though it's not Mamish on the bottom, but as long as the, the gag of the letter is klape, that's going to be enough. The Gemara says, if that's true, Right, we said that if the two tops of the gittin would be touching each other, that's the way it was written, and the Edom were in the middle, so the Allah is, they're both going to be possible. Why they're both going to be possible? Because the Edom have to sign on the bottom, and they didn't sign on the bottom. It's Mitzad Roshe Shalzeh, Mitzad Roshe Shalzeh. It's the top, the gag of the Oisius that the Edom signed is Klapi one of these two. So whichever one is Klapi two, that's the one that should be kosher. So the Gemara says, Hasam the Rami It's talking about where the Roshe Shalzeh, Mitzad Roshe Shalzeh, is not the way we thought. The way we thought it originally, I mean, we didn't really explain it, but the Poshet the Havana of Rosh Hashanah, it's how Rosh Hashanah would be, is they have one long piece of paper, right? So think of a long piece of paper and the Gitten are being written from top to bottom along the length of the piece of paper. So you have the get on top and you have the get on the bottom, but it happens to be, it, it goes from bottom to top and from bottom to top. It's Rosh Hashanah, it's how Rosh Hashanah. And then in the middle, straight across, the way regular Adam would sign, right? The Seifer is Abyssal Tzafidol, but the Adam are perfect. The Adam just wrote it in the regular way, right? That's, so it would come out that based on that Havana, the gag of the chasim of the Edom is klape roishay of one of them. And even though it's takinat nomata, but menatzad works, so menatzad should also work, and based on that it should be okay. But it's not the metzias. The metzias wasn't that way. The metzias was is where you had a long piece of paper taka, the soifrim wrote it the same way, but the Edom didn't write it in the middle, the Edom actually wrote it along the length. And being that they wrote it along the length, the gag of the chesim of the Edom is klapi chutz. It's not klapi any one of the two roishes. It's not klapi any one of the two git. Again, if you have a picture, this is much simpler. And being that it's not klapi any of them, so it's for that reason it's going to be all fine. But the Mar says, if that's the case, if that's the mitzias, seifed the ketani, the seifed said roishes, but it's not seifed shalzeh, what would be if it was roishes shalzeh, but it's not shalzeh? Meaning one on top of the other. So whichever one reads together with the Adam is going to be kosher. Either Rami Keivra, La Bahadehai Mikri, La Bahadehai Mikri, if you're going to stick with the same Aikimta, then it doesn't read with any of them. So what's the Gemara? Or what does the Mishnah mean? Ella, the Gemara says, you have to say, Rab Bediski Havichasim. When we say that Rab used to sign his name on the, tza, on the side, we don't mean Gittin, we don't mean Shtaris, but rather what it means is just regular documents. Rashi says, for example, if they were being Mazvin someone to a Din, Rab had to sign his name, that's when he would sign his name in Atzah. But Enochanami, as it relates to a regular document, Rab would never sign his name, 